0: One evening, a pastor and a soap maker, his friend, were walking down a street in a large city. And I don't have to explain to you what happens in the evenings in the larger cities. And seeing all that was happening, the soap manufacturer, his friend, looked at the pastor and asked him, The gospel that you preach hasn't done much good, has it? The pastor was... Quiet, he was silent, he didn't say a word. And they continued to walk down. Then they saw a small child playing in the dirt, and the pastor seized this opportunity to tease his friend soap maker and said, All that soap that you produce hasn't cleaned the world. Is it? And the soap maker looked at him and said, Soap can work only when it is applied and the pastor said so to the go- so to the gospel it works only when it is applied and the wall street journal dated september 12 1994 carried an article about dramatic increase of fundamentalist islam in turkey and they quoted a young Muslim Turk, who made a statement, he said that in our view, religion is different from yours. For you, according to your rules, a religion counts only in the place you pray. But for us, religion is a way of life. I have no time at all, not one minute, without my religion. And is it how the world today thinks of the Christians? And just imagine what would happen a year from now if all of us think that I have no time, not a one minute without Christ. The world would be a lot more better. By the virtue of our baptism in the Lord, we are all fully equipped with every grace we need to cooperate with God's plan. And our Lord provides us with the graces of the other sacraments throughout our lives to better ensure our own salvation and the salvation of the others. A Christian is the one who experiences personally the saving presence of Christ in life and gives witness to that saving presence of Christ in the world 24-7. And all the activities, both within the framework of religion and outside, must clearly exhibit our hope and faith in the promise of Christ's coming. The hopeful lives that we live in the world prefigure the fulfillment promised in Christ. And this is the hope that we experience and express in every Eucharist we celebrate and in the Eucharistic prayer we pray, looking forward to his coming in glory. We offer you his body and blood, which brings salvation to the whole world. Dear brothers and sisters, our hope is a motive for good conduct. And St. Paul says we need to grow in our union with Christ constantly understanding and getting insight into our calling so that God can bring into completion the work he has begun in us in baptism. According to Paul, morality is the response of a man to God's invitation which is lived out in Christ's body, the church. A true Christian is the one who lives in eager anticipation of the future. His or her life mirrors the belief that the plan of God is moving to a final consummation. And Paul is pleased with the spiritual progress and the maturity of the Philippian community. And he assures them that God, the Father who had given them the gifts of conversion would continue to bring that good work to fruition. And he would complete his work at the day of Jesus Christ when Jesus would come in glory to judge the whole world, provided that the Philippians had done their part by approving what is excellent and remaining pure and blameless for the day of Christ, filled within the fruits of the righteousness. Baruch in the first reading asks the grieving Jerusalem to stand in the heights in order to see her scattered children coming home with God in the lead. He remind, this reminds all of us, like Israel in our exile, we have been led into or can be led into the captivity of sin. Hence, we are in need of restoration and conversion by the word of God. The primary place the devil can hold us captives is our hearts. And therefore, the first way we ought to prepare and make smooth for the Lord is the path of our hearts. As the psalmist says, when you listen to his voice, do not harden your hearts. Our captivity begins in the heart and manifests itself in all that we do. The negative things we do make the paths of our hearts more crooked so that the God's grace finds it difficult to penetrate our hearts and repentance becomes difficult. In the Gospel, John the Baptist called people to repent as the way of preparing their hearts and lives for the Lord's visit. And he is calling us too to get ready for something so great that it fills our emptiness with expectation. A repented heart is prepared heart and a repented heart is a grateful heart. Our daily experiences reveal that we do not live in a perfect world and therefore we do not have to look into this world to find or see God's salvation. For salvation, we have to look to Christ Himself. Christ, who is present in this sacrament that we celebrate, the sacrament of the Eucharist, Christ present. In the other sacraments like reconciliation and Christ present in his people, Christ present in the scriptures, and Christ present in all of us who are gathered here. And faith in his presence gives us hope. And hope in that strengthens our faith. Let us walk with the faith and hope of Joseph and Mary constantly opening our hearts and minds to God that God uses us as his instruments to fulfill the promise in the world. And let us be the hope that the world wants to have and let us show that faith the the world wants to show. Let us show to the world we have no time not a one minute without Christ.